0: This episode brought to you by Sparkbox, a weekly subscription for untraceable flammables and accelerants. Buy the arsonist in your life a subscription to Sparkbox today. Go to sparkbox.biz/horror and enter in the code "I am a fire god" at the checkout to receive a free pair of binoculars.
1: Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk, the horror movie podcast where two schlubby guys talk about spoopy movies with your hosts Bryce Hansen, the cool collected nihilist, and David Day, an angry man who is always right. This podcast is for lovers of horror movies old and new that want to hear about what's in theaters, what's streaming, fresh takes on old classics, and terrible horror movies that are bad enough to be good. You can find our website at HorrorMovieTalk.com to listen to past episodes. You'll also find convenient links to subscribe to our podcast feed on our social media. We love feedback, so, you know, please leave us a review on iTunes and message us on Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff, because we love hearing from you. Uh, Today, we will be talking about Puppet Master, the Littlest Reich. We start out uh by giving an overview of our review and our score for the movie we score our score is based on a one to ten scale, one being a miserable horrible dredge of a movie where it makes you just very angry with how bad the movie is. Five is a an average or passable film, nothing stand out terribly, nothing to make you very upset or very happy with it, just kind of a a meh of a film. Um, and 10 being so good that it's not only one of the greatest horror movies, but it transcends the genre and is one of the greatest movies of all time. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deep dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later in this episode, you'll be hearing us read some taglines that we made up for Puppet Master, the Littlest Reich. And I'm going to be talking a little bit about the Slayer concert I went to (laughs) because it was awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Hey, thanks again for listening. And uh, so let's get in the show.
0: I'm Bryce Hansen. And I'm David Day. <laughs> you want to just play the trailer right now? Yeah. Here's the trailer. Warning. This motion picture is one of the most violent films ever made. There are 21 scenes of puppet violence and sadistic cruelty graphically shown. The content and subject matter may be upsetting for those under 18, those with weak hearts, and those of delicate nature.
1: This cellar workshop is where André Toulon manufactured puppets. It is unclear how many of these puppets were made, though 60 or so of them are expected to be in Postville by tomorrow for the auction.
0: That's not mine. don't really know how that got here.
1: Maybe it walked.
0: Hello. Jesus. Well, you definitely seem like a toy that a maniac would make. What the...
1: Why would anybody create a Nazi puppet? They're little. They're fast. Van Frank was hiding in her attic. The could find her. Don't
0: ask.
1: Don't ask. So, uh, so this movie was fun. It was funny. It was completely inappropriate. Uh, puppet master Littlest Wright can be found on all streaming platforms. Uh, the kind of the just the the quick rundown of the movie is Edgar uh, finds a puppet in his parents' house and quickly realizes that it was created by the infamous, infamous Andre Toulon, a Nazi who also happened to be a skilled puppet maker. He finds out that there's going to be an auction of Andre's puppets, and he decides that he could use the money. So he takes a trip to the hotel uh, where the auction is taking place. Coincidentally, this hotel is near to the Puppet Master's residence, and the gathering of puppet collectors in this hotel is a perfect place for uh, what ends up being, according to the movie, the second Holocaust. Just, you know. Is that the ta-
0: the official tagline? No, the
1: movie? no, I don't think it is, but they hinted at it a few times. I see. Yeah, throughout. So, uh, So my score of this movie... <laughs> Like, I went back and forth a little bit between a 6 and a 7. I kind of ended up on a high 6, so I just went 7 with it.
0: Yeah. I feel like being kind of generous with this one, too, because yeah. it was it was a lot of fun to yeah. watch. And, I mean, it's not a good movie, per se. Uh, I mean, it's great for what it is and for what it aims to be, which is schlock. Right, it's it's that in spades,
1: full schlock. Yeah,
0: so for what it is, it's definitely a seven. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. It, if you keep those things in mind, it is definitely a seven. If this is if schlock is not something you appreciate, this is mm, probably a six or or so. It's it's funny enough. And um, offensive enough. And that's the other thing. If if you're easily offended, this movie is not for you. This is an incredibly offensive movie.
0: If you heard the title Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich, and you're like,
1: (laughs) I'm on board, then yeah. Yeah. This is the movie for you. If you heard it and went, boy, that sounds sounds like it's in bad taste. Accurate? Don't go see it. (laughs) Right. Bad bad idea for you.
0: Alright, so let's start talking about the the plot and get into spoilers.
1: The spoilers. So this is um I don't know if I should be embarrassed to say this. I'm I'm not I'm not too embarrassed to say it, but this is my first foray into Puppet Master.
0: Yeah. My first question when we decided to watch this movie was, am I going to be able to follow it if I haven't seen the first 11 Puppet Masters? Twelve. Twelve? <laughs> and the answer is, I mean, kind of. This is a this is a reboot. Yeah. I don't know if it's a reboot. I mean, this is a, it's considered a reboot. It's a soft reboot. It's a soft reboot. That's what the Red Letter Media guys would say. Yeah. it's It's definitely a sequel because it. It There's plays a on. bunch of stuff that you don't understand what's going on. Yeah, like, yeah, that is true. Like, Toulon is some weird demon dude Nazi. when he comes out at the end, whereas in the beginning you just see him as kind of just a regular dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm that- sure like the other 12 movies kind of plays around
1: <laughs> my under my understanding of of the previous m- movies is so there's a cohesiveness between one through four and then that kind of gets thrown out the window on five six seven and eight or something like that yeah and, and we're, then we're, it gets into a de- and then it gets into like there's a, de- a demonology aspect that starts taking hold and this this is a continuation of that
0: yeah, kind of. And there's like prequels and pre prequels along the way. Actually, one of the things that was kind of interesting to me, I read the, uh, um, what was that? What was the James Franco movie about the room? Oh, uh, the,
1: the, the, the disaster artist, disaster artist. So I read,
0: well, I didn't read, but I listened to the audiobook of the disaster artist with, um, The guy that plays Mark in the room. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Mark. Uh, He he wrote this book, and apparently his big break was in the prequel to Puppet Master. He played a young Andre Toulon.
1: Oh, that's sad. I don't Andre Toulon note the pronunciation (laughs) that was barbara crampton Mm -hmm. by the way yeah this this movie has a few heavy heavy hitters in it um it has uh i mean heavy hitters as far as straight to straight to streaming movies go so you got lieutenant dangle from reno 911 thomas lennon um he's the main character edgar uh you have barbara crampton who's who plays kind of like uh I mean, they get, they give her a decent enough role that she's not exactly an extra, but she's she like progresses the storyline. I think she
0: was she was in like several of the previous ones. I think she's a continuation character.
1: That would make sense, like because
0: she's she's introduced as one of the cops that shot Andre Toulon.
1: Yeah, note the pronunciation. Andre Toulon. Note the pronunciation. She's uh for those of you who don't know, Barbara Crampton is a um a horror movie staple. You get you get points just for having her in your movie no matter how dumb it is. So um and then there's uh Charlene, Charlene Lee Yee. Um who's a comedian and actress. You'd recognize her from a few um Jonah Hill ish kind of movies, I think she's in.
0: Yeah, and the other guy—you can hear my baby crying in the background. The other guy that you might recognize is the friend, Thomas Lennon's friend. He's been in Veep before. Oh, okay. Um, I've never seen Veep, so it's kind of so interesting because, like, between him, Thomas Lennon, and Charlene Yee, they're very recognizable faces. Yeah, for comedy, and especially Thomas Lennon is completely straight. Yeah. He, it's like he does 100%. A great job. Straight. <laughs> like there's not, I mean, there's a little bit of comedy, but this is not a funny movie per se, other than just the concept of puppets killing people. Yeah. In very tasteless ways.
1: Yeah. So the, so the, it kind of starts out with, um, Lieutenant Dangle, as I will be calling him, Thomas Lennon or Edgar. Three names. Let's see here. I'm going with Lieutenant Dangle. Uh, it starts out with Lieutenant Dangle kind of being, Bummed that he's living back in his parents' house and, uh, and he's like, Oh, he, he just got a divorce and he's, you know, he's bummed on life and he's a, he's a comic artist. And, uh, and so he's back at his parents' house and he's, he's looking, he's looking through the stuff in his old closet or his brother's old closet. I should say his brother who died tragically in a, in a puppet related accident. does it say how he died uh the, yeah I mean it's basically you know he died that one time yeah uh oh like I can't I can't really recall exactly what happened but um he collected the puppet that well, lieutenant dangle found and lieutenant dangle sorry go ahead
0: what what happened was he asked his parents where did uh dead brother find this puppet and they said, oh he said he brought it home from summer camp. Yeah. And he just found it or something. Yeah. So it's, he didn't buy it or collect it. He just happened into it. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's a big auction of Andre Toulon and yeah. all of his puppets at a place. And Dangle thinks, Hey, we should, maybe I could uh, sell this and get some cash.
1: Dude also works in a comic book shop. He, well, he's a comic book artist oh, that's or right. writer or both. It doesn't really allude to which, which is interesting because, um, Puppet Master has been a long standing comic. Um, let me, uh, I can't, I can't recall who actually produces or, um, puts out these the the puppet master comics if you if you head down to your local comic book shop and ask to be signed up for puppet master they'll know exactly what you're talking about um so yeah there there is that so they kind of give a nod to puppet master in the movie about the comics and um
0: yeah um, i remember early on in the movie when it's setting up the characters of edgar and and his love interest and his friend—it's all in the comic book store—and I just watches. David kind of lights up, mm-hmm. and he's like, I, "I love this. This is my I, favorite. I, I love this movie because hits all the hits all the bases for David. Talks about comics, talks about obscure like death metal genres. Well, in
1: quick succession, metal genres. Metal genres. death metal is a subgenre of okay, a metal. <laughs> they, they even, they go, they, he's like, he's like, uh, he, he wants, he wants to bring it. He wants to go, you know, he, Lieutenant Dangle is leaving with his, his new girlfriend who has very nice boobs. Um, but I know this because you see them several times, I think, in this movie.
0: No, I think you only see them once.
1: Okay. Well, I'll agree to disagree. I mean, you see, I can't remember how many boobs I saw in this you movie. You see both of them. So, no. I mean, does that count as two? Yeah. Okay, you see twice. See yeah. him twice. So anyway, Once so each. his boss wants to go with uh, him to his boss at the comic book store wants to go with him to the, you know the 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 puppet auction, and he's like, no, okay, fine, but there will be no black metal, grind core. There will be there will be no death metal. <laughs> There'll be no metal core. There'll be no death core. He touches on all of it, and at that point, the movie gained one whole point for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Okay, <laughs> It's like you get me, yeah,
0: you get me, Puppet Master." It really, Willis-Rike.
1: it really, really does. Like it's, it's. I mean, you know who you are.
0: Yeah, it was. It was good. Uh, it was a good intro to the movie, and even even the when they get to the convention, they go to the the mansion, Toulon's Mansion. And uh
1: Yeah, they have a little walkthrough yeah.
0: of, of his mansion. And they learn... Andre
1: Toulon. Note the pronunciation.
0: How to pronounce his name. Right. And Barbara Crampton is... Is she a retired cop security guard or is she still a cop? I don't know. She had a gun. She had a gun. It wasn't super clear and I was kind of confused why... It must be a hard life if she's a museum it was, tour guide for
1: an obscure killer it was at exactly that point that you had to start suspending your disbelief right. exactly it's exactly that point because after that
0: yeah then, a bunch of all, puppets
1: started killing people
0: all hell breaks loose
1: after that and it
0: it it kind of sets your expectations of okay this is this is a real movie there's going to be a storyline and look they're using this this time as an exposition to like explain what happened before in the previous 12 movies to set it up and then it was okay now that we got all that out of the way now there's gonna be stuff and drama that happens between edgar and his girlfriend and and all these other
1: people and just nope no time for that idiot (laughs) it's time for puppets to kill people yeah no it was a fun setup it was like a 35 minute setup right (laughs) in a in a 90 minute movie right and uh, and it was fun and it was funny and right. it had nods to all the things you want as a horror movie fan or a metal fan or a comic book fan or a whatever fan.
0: Right. It just had a lot of really great horror movie deaths with lots of gore and tastelessness. It
1: was great. One of the one of the best lines. I'm going to ruin it, but this is in the spoiler section, so I don't feel so bad. You should you should have listened. Um, when they're checking into the hotel the the guy behind the the counter who's checking them in says okay i have um someone named murkowitz and and he looks <laughs> and right. he looks at uh, lieutenant dangle's friend or his boss and he goes you must be murkowitz and and murkowitz goes what does that mean is it because i look like a jew and uh and he's like are you murkowitz are you murkowitz he's like yes he's like well then there's no problem. <laughs> looking, that's funny. Yeah. And oh yeah, so that that actually brings us to um the the point where uh so Nazi puppet maker, right? Uh-huh. Hates Jews, hates blacks, does not like homosexuals. There's a little p- piece at the start of the movie where he's, you know, the the puppet master Toulon yeah. is uh is Andre Toulon. Thanks. Note the pronunciation. <laughs> Thanks, Barbara. Um there's a point where he's in a bar and he like asks the the waitress if
0: if she knows the other no he asks the girl at the bar are
1: they acquainted with each other. Right. He, he asks these two girls if they're acquainted with each other and they they start kissing and he's like oh homosexuals and then he he they storms off. Yeah. So he does not like Uh, you know, all the things that Nazis wouldn't like. And as it turns out, all the people who collect, uh, his puppets (laughs) are conveniently, they hit all the, all the beats. There's Jews, there's black people, there's homosexual people.
0: They even throw a gypsy in there, apparently.
1: Oh, was that, I was trying to figure out his, I was trying to figure out like, what did he get killed for?
0: I can't, well, I don't know even, they mention it later. They're like pointing out, "Look at who's died. We've got gay people, black people, a gypsy." I'm like, oh, "Which one was the gypsy?" He was, I guess I I'm he not must good have been the guy who was banging
1: the porn star. Okay, he had to have been. He was kind of swarthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but basically, all those
0: all those uh, concentration camp check marks were checked. Yeah. That's who the puppets were going after, but also everyone else. Right. But those were the first ones. I mean, they prioritize. Right. So, yeah, the the puppet deaths were adorable and cheesy and just made me harken back to a different day of straight to VHS horror where it just looks so stupid. Yeah. But you got to love it. Yeah. And
1: and, I mean... There's
0: no... No way you can make it look good to have a little tiny puppet kill someone. There's no way to not make it look ridiculous. the f- <laughs> The first
1: kill was a was a f- I it was a flamethrower puppet who <laughs> was owned by two Jewish by a Jewish couple, no notably Jewish because he was wearing his yarmulke. his yarmulke and. Um, and they're like, they're talking, they're having a conversation about how it was empowering as Jews to own little pieces of Nazi memorabilia because it reminds you that, you know, they were holding the puppet at this point that reminds you that, you know, the Nazis didn't win and that now they're just a joke. And at that moment, they and were like
0: taunting the Nazi puppet. They're
1: like, haha, Nazi puppet. And then at that moment, the Nazi puppet turns on his flamethrower and Burns them to death. Yeah, it was it was in bad taste. And right, very funny.
0: <laughs> more more about the puppet. <laughs> here's here's the things that make you not able to take the puppet seriously. Is that they'll make it try to swagger off camera or swagger towards the camera like it's the cool guy running walking away from the explosion and it just looks like a three-year-old is yeah like right underneath the camera right moving their (laughs) little action (laughs) figure back and forth furiously and (laughs) (laughs) throughout the entire thing it's it's all that and it's it's awesome
1: yeah it's it's very funny yeah yeah this horror movie is an interesting brand of horror, horror that's simultaneously co- comedic horror and essentially gore porn. Right. Um there is no escaping how distasteful some of the kills in this one are.
0: Yeah. So I mean, we're on a horror movie podcast and so we're no shrinking violets to horror, but there was there were definitely deaths in this movie that Just went. Oh man!
1: Yeah, having extreme. Having a kid makes makes you much less (laughs) interested in seeing kids and in utero being ripped out of their mother. Right. So let's go over. Let's go over the most interesting. My wife's pregnant right now. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. If you got disturbed by Prometheus, the surgery scene in Prometheus this um, is much worse this is much worse so let's let's go over some of the the best slash worst deaths so the first one that pops to mind that will not like escape your mind once you see it is the the pregnancy one yeah the puppet
1: she was black that's what she did
0: yeah Crawl-
1: <laughs> oh man she was crawls up
0: her bed while she's watching TV crawls into the birth canal.
1: <laughs> and, tasteful and well
0: uh starts cutting through the f- through a uh point of point of view shot from her perspective she's you looking down at
1: her her belly birth canal
0: she's looking down her belly and it, the puppet cuts through viciously and like an alien pops out with
1: the fetus in arms <sighs> and then walks off uh, i I mean like like you said you know this isn't new to us i'm just saying it didn't make me happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, my it's, it's one of those things that you have to remind yourself, this is a movie. This is, yeah. you know, you, you think like, all right, this is corn syrup and red dye. And that's, it's not a real baby, but that is very right. disturbing. One
1: of the best metal bands out there is Dying Fetus. So right. I don't know what you're talking right. You know, this is fine. My favorite one was, was the one, oh, he was the gypsy. The dude watching the wrestling match, and then he gets up to go take a piss, (laughs) and and so he's taking a piss with his wiener out, in you know, peeing into the toilet, Mm -hmm. as one does, and then this helicopter puppet comes flying by and decapitates him, and his head falls into the toilet as he's peeing in the toilet. Looking up. And his... He pees into his own mouth, and you see his wiener peeing yeah. into his mouth. You see the little
0: the little glands, right?
1: It was... Poking
0: into the frame.
1: It was a beautiful, beautifully orchestrated...
0: Yeah, I mean, that was... As far as horror deaths go, that, that should be on a classic list of horror deaths, because yeah. that was... Academy,
1: <laughs> Academy, here we come.
0: Right, because it was point of view, like, looking down... From where his head would, From have, been, his head would have been. where his head would So you see, like, the blood splurting out of his neck, mm-hmm. and you see the little tip of his, of his weenie as it pees into this decapitated head in the toilet looking at the camera. Yeah.
1: I mean... It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Bravo, puppet master.
0: The other one, so we got the burning death, the baby...
1: You, 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 missed the, you missed the blind man, the baby... Sorry, it's a Simpsons quote. I can't help myself oh, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: the rest of them were just kind of stabbings, weren't they? Oh, no, 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 no. There's one notable one where he cuts into the guy's spine. Oh, and puppet, that was the best one. The puppet crawls in to the guy, and now he's a puppet. It's very meta.
1: And what was that puppet named? Junior... Junior Fuhrer. Fuhrer,
0: That's right, (laughs) Junior Fuhrer. It was a baby Hitler. (laughs) It was a little baby Hitler doll. Yeah, you don't get a really good shot of him as like the death is happening, but when they, you know, cut him out and drag him out, then it's like a little baby crawling Hitler with a little little toothbrush mustache and the hair.
1: I found a picture of him online that's very clear. Yeah. And uh so we'll we'll include that on the uh on the on the post.
0: And the guy that was the puppet, I didn't I didn't uh confirm this, but he looked like the the one, puppet master? No, the the guy that had junior fear crawl into him and use oh, him as a puppet. Yeah, yeah, That dude looked like the blonde henchman from Die Hard.
1: Okay, yeah. But yeah. I, didn't, I
0: didn't confirm that.
1: Th- that. He was the guy who I was confused about what, what the puppets had against him. Right. I still don't really I know. I know, yeah. He looked real Aryan. Did he?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I don't know. I thought maybe he was a gypsy. N- maybe now, thinking maybe he back. Just,
0: I mean, he was there, so that's what they had. I guess. Yeah. So. I mean, after they... Yeah, they don't kill of, the, of it. It's it's they just, just a, started
1: killing everyone after that. Yeah, it's just a bloodlusty sort of thing. Yeah, I think I saw. I think there was a lot of nudity in in this movie. Like we already said, we saw a wiener. I think I saw. I think I counted like seven boobs. Yeah. Um. There was several sex scenes. At least two. Uh. I mean, how else would I see all the boobs? Mm-hmm. It would be a little bit odd if yeah. if it wasn't sex.
0: Some of them were dead boobs.
1: Yeah. That was, think, the, that was the one.
0: I think three of them were dead boobs. Mm. Oh, there was the no. Girl, there was the girl was in alive the, in and the dead. Ba- bathtub.
1: Yeah, they had a porn star in there. Yeah. She bolted on.
0: Yeah, she, it was just the look that you can only get if you've been in porn and think, this is a good idea.
1: Yeah. The music on this movie, I found at first, like, at first I thought it was delightful. Is because they have this great, um, kind of like walk you through the history of Puppet Master, um, montage, like, um, draw, like, like animated montage clip show kind of thing when they're d- running the, the title or the, uh, the credits at the start of the movie. And it was very like late eighties, early nineties slasher horror movie, like, I, I, or straight to video horror movie just very if you listen to it you'll know what I'm talking about but then but then throughout the movie the music never changed and it would just stayed this like bland kind of like yeah kind of strings orchestral kind of just wandering it was kind of like it was kind of like a inverted Harry Potter theme song right yeah
0: yeah um I wanted to talk about full moon productions because that is the owner of the puppet master franchise and probably the reason that that studio even exists but i it holds a special place in my heart because we would go to hollywood video or la video before it was taken over by hollywood video tragically and we would always rent one movie that we actually wanted to see and the one terrible movie and the terrible movie was always a full moon production like a straight to video vhs thing and i wouldn't be surprised even in the age of the internet that the ones that i watched or remember just aren't even available anymore wow like uh totem i remember (laughs) you
1: talking about totem totem with some reverence
0: the horrible mr bones
1: that's the name of the movie yeah
0: that one was on the level of like a um what's that african country that does the action movies oh uganda uganda it's it's close to a uganda production in that it looks just like a shitty empty warehouse where they just filmed everything Oof. (laughs) And it wasn't very clear what was going on. can we and just have just a few uniquely,
1: Can we just have a few more dollars? No, we're diverting all cash to the next puppet master remake
0: <laughs> so yeah, so that that movie studio i never also i had never seen any puppet master movies. I only saw the deep cuts from full moon productions, but this definitely falls within the same genre of very cheap, very simple horror movies and I, it would be interesting going back because the the guy from the room was in them but looking at the cast of previous puppet master movies that might be an interesting list to see who was in these shitty movies oh, that you actually know I'll now. I'll tell
1: you right now Corey Feldman <laughs> awesome he was he was in the um like the seventh one the seventh or the eighth one where they pit so the, is this washed up Corey Feldman yeah okay yeah I, I Think so. I think it was like in the mid 2000s Oh yeah. Okay. And uh, he he played Toulon or mm. like a, a person with the name Toulon. Andre Toulon. Toulon. Note the pronunciation. Sorry, Barbara. Jesus Christ. Give me a break. Um. He he played someone with that last name, like who was carrying on the lineage or something like that. And the that particular movie. Was pitting puppet the puppets from Puppet Master against the toys from some other shitty movie?
0: Right, there is kind of a subgenre of horror movies around puppets and dolls. Because if you can remember, Child's Play, Child's Play was a phenomenon, yeah. and I think Puppet Master was, oh yeah, a reaction to that, straight to video. But it also did very, very well. I'm not sure none, if,
1: none of these saw theatrical
0: yeah release. none of them saw theatrical release, but they're well enough known that, yeah, like i I had heard about Puppet Master because you saw them all over the place.
1: I wonder if I wonder if what is it full moon yep, I wonder if full moon it has done as well, or i don't I don't know how to how to phrase this question, but are they like on par with trauma or is trauma trauma is pretty big
0: trauma's probably more well known, yeah. I mean, whenever I said Full Moon, I never met anyone that understood what that meant.
1: Did they do, did uh, Full Moon do Thanks Killing? That sounds like something that they do. The I turkey. think Full
0: Moon also did Jack Frost. Yeah. The one with the, the killer snowman. <laughs> right. Not the, uh, what's his name? Tim Allen? No, uh, Michael Keaton. I just Michael think- Keaton has a, has oh, a Jack yeah. Frost movie. I just think Christmas a movie. And I think Tim Allen every time. Yeah, the Jack Frost movie notable for Shannon Elizabeth pre-American Pie gets raped by a snowman with a with a carrot penis.
1: You heard it here first, folks. Yep. Unless a you've seen it. Carrot penis. Yeah. It was raping good. Shannon Elizabeth. It was a disturbing Whew. scene. I'm I'm a little turned on. <laughs> <laughs> um so who do you think like just would not like this movie? Because I can think of quite a few people who would not, who would be, especially today.
0: Are you talking about people that like horror movies in general, or
1: no? Just I'm anyone? just talking about who 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 would definitely hate this movie. Most people. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably fair. That's you know I don't know. I think if you have a decent sense of humor, you'll you'll like it.
0: Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta be. You got to have that much leeway for your taste to just put, put your taste on hold and just say, I'm
1: going to enjoy this for schlock value. I have to believe that more people than just us, I mean, like, and people vaguely like us would like this movie. I, I don't think your wife would. <laughs> no. My My wife would love this movie. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think most people spe- – okay, here, here's what it is. Anyone under the age of 16 is going to love this movie. Oh, yeah. And it's inappropriate for them, but the, that's – yeah, you know. Yeah. Who's going to see it? You know, who should see it? I'll tell you what. <laughs> that's the appropriate People's age. reaction
1: to this movie will be vastly different depending on who they watch it with and how many people they watch it with. Right. If, it's definitely
0: a good movie to watch with
1: friends to make fun of. Yes, if you watch it with with someone whose opinion you're worried about, what they think of you, this is you. Yeah, this, you're not going to have a good time.
0: Yeah, who who would like it is people that love Schlock and love watching low quality horror movies for. This is a- gore and killings that aren't going to be found in, you know, the realer. Reality-based horror movies that are in the theaters.
1: This is the highest-quality, low-quality movie I may have ever seen. You know, in the style of right of straight to straight to streaming, like yeah. with that. You know, not like you know, unfriended uh, or unfriended dark web, which you know, which had a budget of a million bucks, which is fairly low budget. But, and, and, you know, managed to turn a decent profit, but this, this is intentionally low budget. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, on, in Unfriended, they still, I mean, it looks low. In dark web? Quality. Oh, in both of them. It's artificial bad quality because it's, looks like a screen capture, but you got to hire, you know, graphic artists and people to make those interfaces and and stuff movie like this is you just got to hire someone to mix a lot of fake blood yeah. and <laughs> go to a goodwill and buy some, some
1: baby parts, get the blood handlers in here, <laughs> rain that blood in rain in blood. Um, so here's a question for the audience. Um, how many puppet master movies uh, have you seen? Have you seen a bunch? Have you, have you seen none? And if you have seen some, are you, my question is are you familiar with the puppets because they're okay and you got to check out the wikipedia page for this puppet master movie <laughs> it is you, you it is very clear to me that the people who love the people who watch puppet master love puppet master more than people love bands like <laughs> this this wikipedia page is a labor of love and it has like a cool grid system where it shows which puppets show in which movies? Some of them are in every single movie. Some are only in one movie. This had the Happy Lizard puppet, which is a new new puppet. I th- I, be- I believe also Baby Fuhrer Junior Fuhrer was.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. See, that's the the thing with the exposition in the beginning. It gives the backstory, but very quickly you realize in the, into the movie that most of these puppets are known to fans of the movie, and it doesn't yeah. really give any kind of explanation of what they are, what their special powers or what makes them unique necessarily. There's, there's at least three puppets that look almost exactly the same to me with yeah. the skull head and they've got a hook now, on their the, hand. The
1: reason for that. And the, the, I know what the, I know what you're talking about and the audience, uh, our listening audience will be confused by this because yes, you're right. But the reason for that. Is so there is one puppet, I can't remember his name, but he's he's the main puppet in Puppet Master. He's got a hook in, for one hand and a blade for another hand. Mm-hmm. He there were multiple of him in this movie because this was a convention where people all brought right their puppets. So there was multiples. Okay. There was a couple tunnelers, there was a couple pinheads, there was a couple of of all the different okay. puppets. So yeah, it
0: didn't it didn't it felt like watching this not seeing any of the previous movies that there must have been more of an introduction to these puppets and more understanding of what their unique abilities are. I'm probably giving it too much credit. There's not that much to no. to explain at all. No. Just see, okay, this one's this one's big and strong. It rips people's arms off. Simple. You don't need much more explanation than that. Yeah. But there's a lot of them that are just random they're they're all just puppets that kill people don't overthink it i guess
1: it makes me want to see the other puppet master movies which is not gonna bode well for us (laughs) one of the ideas that
0: i thought that we could do for the podcast and i ran this by david and he begrudgingly agreed that it was might be a good idea is sitting down and watching an entire series oh dear dear god like an an entire um what what do you call it? Franchise of movies and doing an episode as like a master
1: guide. See, my problem, my problem with that (laughs)
0: is, (laughs) is it's so
1: much movie watching for so little content. Like, like for, with this, we, we watched one puppet master movie. We were fortuitous enough that it was a good one. And we get about, I don't know, maybe an hour worth of content out of it. That's great. If we do, if we watch 12 Puppet Master movies and get two hours of content, that's very bad bang for my buck. That's, ugh. So maybe
0: that's the question to the audience. Would you... No, <laughs> oh,
1: no! Would you
0: like to make David sit through 12 Puppet Master movies just to get an episode that goes over... All the puppet master. Oh, movies, well, say.
1: I'll find a way to make it get get a, give us some bang for the buck. I'll this split the, it up yeah. into quarters or something like that, and make each one be two hours. You won't like it if you say yes. Uh, well, you will like it. I mean, uh, I don't know what no, I mean. I don't know what to do. Uh, by the way, I did some uh, some lookins, and the uh, the puppet master comic is uh, is printed by uh, Action Lab Entertainment. So, okay. check check them out. Um. Yeah. So uh, at this point, uh, I think we can move on to our next segment, uh, which is taglines. But uh, taglines is today is being brought to you guys by Unrelenting Eternal Sadness. Life too good. Nothing to be unhappy about. Too many blessings to count. We have the existential solution for you. Unrelenting Eternal Sadness or use is the new craze sweeping the nation. Warning, use may cause suicidal thoughts, irritable bowel, and over-slash-undereating. Use when life is too good and needs to be made worse. Check out Unrelenting Eternal Sadness at their website, itdoesntgetbetter.com. Taglines. <laughs> Yay! Yay. Tell, tell us if you liked that. I love. I loved that. Right. That was my favorite. <clears throat> Okay, so uh, so I'll go first So ta- the way taglines works is This is a segment where we think of a few taglines That would go well for this movie Usually jokes, but, you know I mean, we're, we're, we're not that funny So if they end up being good taglines Well, so be it There's a freebie for you, Puppet Master The Littlest Reich, if you come away with something mm-hmm. So uh, my first one is You know when these little pricks are in <laughs> Okay <laughs> You know, like, like, is it in? Well, oh, I get it. It's a, it's a dick joke. Yeah, it's a dick I joke. Get it. Right. I should have fleshed that out better. That, <laughs> fleshed in it.
0: Uh, trust me, mine are god awful. This this round,
1: good puppet master. The little strike. You're the puppet now. Boo! <sighs> I don't know. But you're the puppet now. Actually, he did turn that one guy it, into a puppet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It works. All right, here's one. Uh, these don't these puppets don't need a hand when it comes to killing. A hand, you know, hand, puppets, it's puppets. Yeah, huh? uh, mine, ah. mine's close.
0: <laughs> I got a similar themed one. I got no strings to hold me down.
1: Ooh, that one's rather serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you thought Trump was a Nazi puppet? <laughs> 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 I was pretty proud of that Political. one. Political.
0: <laughs> the Jew hating Geppetto.
1: <laughs> is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. it. <laughs> I thought the way you the way you made it hang. I got two more. Um Oh uh, this one is this one's bad. First there were shadow puppets, then there were finger puppets. Now the puppets have gone all mashuguna. That's, that's funny because it's so bad.
0: <laughs> uh, that's, that's the front runner right there. <laughs> that's, that's oh, the, the sugar. <laughs> that's the level that we're at on this round.
1: Um, let's see here. Uh, puppet Master, the littlest Reich, almost tall enough to be taken seriously. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Eh. You get what you get. So let's see here. Um, what else have we got? Oh, I went to uh, I went to Slayer's um, final final tour. Come, th- they came through uh, Ridgefield, Washington, which is a kind of a suburb of uh, of Portland, Oregon, and uh, and they, they played a show with uh, with Lamb of God and Testament and Anthrax and Napalm Death. And I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm missing anybody. And it was spectacular. It was the best. I I think I'm going to say it was the best show I've ever been to. Even though the stadium had fixed seating, uh, it was still very, very, very good. It was just so much fun. And, and I mean, there's this thing about Slayer concerts where they just, the the energy level is far and away much much higher than a- any other con. Even for I mean for metal shows, the energy is pretty high. Slayer concerts just take it and just double it, just right off the bat. And uh, I don't know. I I just had a spectacular time.
0: Yeah, David invited me, and it is not my thing. What? Why not? Yeah, I don't know. I, every time, every time David. We have very different musical tastes. Every time David sends me a metal track that he's really into, it sounds to me like someone shoved a dumpster filled with tin (laughs) cans down two flights of stairs. And I'm I'm like, like, isn't this great? And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. Huh? All right. Good. And, uh, yeah, and the the vocalist that you can't understand a single word that they're I'm, saying.
1: I'm endlessly impressed by metal vocalists. Yeah, they are so talented. I mean, it, it, to, to do that and never lose your voice is incredible. And I mean, you know it's it's not a, it's not a safe thing either. Like, the, the, I think the guy from Avenged Sevenfold uh, actually burst a blood vessel in his throat and oh, he can't yeah. sing anymore.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean. The answer is they probably don't do it safely. Most of them. It's impressive if they have a long career, I'm sure the, the guy in Slayer is doing, doing it right. And also it's kind of interesting. I I bet behind the scenes, there's a very non-metal vocal coach. (laughs) Oh yeah, man. That's guiding them through the same exercises that I did when I was studying vocal performance. Yeah. And, uh, He's just got to know how the voice works. I mean, I listen to it, and I'm also impressed, by it. I don't like it. I don't. I mean, it's not pleasing to me. I don't think it's meant to be. But oh, it's so pleasing! It's get your. It's very interesting
1: up. what they what they do with their voice to make it sound like that. Uh, it's i mean so like with slayer and anthrax and uh you know like testament like these thrash bands the the the, the voice thing isn't such a such an issue cuz they're not they're not really like doing this like these like growls and mm-hmm. these in these things that can really just dest- or or these like incredible just like uh, guttural screams mm-hmm. like th- they're instead they're kind of like yelling. They're just kind of yelling. Talk right, right. And so the, for them, it's it's probably not so no so hard for like Tom Araya of of Slayer to like you know have a thirty year career and come out. Sound, he sounds good, you know, on in interviews. He doesn't sound like he's shot his voice or anything like that. And I mean, same same. This is Judas Priest album Firepower that just got released this year. The guy sounds as good as the first album they ever released, right? And so, but he's he's like a real singer, though. I mean, he's they're not, all he's not, real
0: singers. Well, I mean, like his his vocal tone is like true singing. And he's, I mean, he's a rock vocalist, and so there's growl in it. But I mean, it's not like it sounding like a stuck pig, which some of them do.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you can't say real vocalists because they're getting. I mean, these people are worth millions of dollars because they sing in a metal band.
0: I know they're all real vocalists but I'm talking about classically think, traditional vocal technique I don't know how to, yeah. how to say it yeah, yeah. that won't offend your yeah your sensibilities
1: anyway if if anybody still has a chance to go to to go see Slayer's farewell tour it's it's fabulous my one my one thing that I was bummed about is Anthrax didn't play I am the law I'm a huge Judge Dredd fan uh, I love the comics. I love, I love the movies except for judge Dredd. <laughs> I mean, judge Dredd is fun cause it's, it's, it's what it is, but, uh, and it has Tom Sh- or Rob Schneider in it, but, uh, yeah, they didn't play I am the law and I was upset by that. But other than that, spectacular and, uh, and you should go check it out. Um, they're just on the tag end of, of their tour. So yeah, go check it out. So did you have anything else you wanted to cover? Do we get everything? Nope. Okay. So with that, uh, thanks again for listening. If you like the episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you have a buddy or group of friends that you like, uh, seeing horror movies with, please share the podcast with them. You know, it helps, it helps us. Um, uh, if you don't like the podcast or have no friends, keep it to yourself. You asshole. We're trying as hard as we can. No, just kidding. Um, we actually love feedback. Uh, so, so please leave a comment on our blog or on, on the, uh, the review page uh, where you can find our podcast on our website or drop us a line on, uh, on Twitter or Facebook. Um, you know, constructive feedback is always appreciated. And, uh, if you leave us some, you can expect to hear it improved on in the next show. Um, and, and probably a personal thanks as well. Um, Let's see here. I I d- this episode I'd like to thank uh, Garrett and Justin who've been giving us some great feedback and critiques that have helped us to dial the pod in a little bit more. So, so thank you very much guys. Yeah, thank you. Until next time, we're Bryce and David and this was Horror Movie Talk. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.